Hello, I'm Bada. I'm Carlo. And you're listening to VCR. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, today, we are bringing you a fascinating list. Actually, a Carlo Magana-inspired list as to our last show. Uh, Carlo, what was that inspirational list that you have... Uh, that you just came up with during one of our shows, because that's how it works here on the VCR. <laughs> <laughs> there is a, let's see, there's a subcategory in history and time and the grand scheme of things of uh, people that didn't, that aren't quite getting what they deserve. There were murderers who were put to death or got life, uh, life sentences. There were people that cheated someone out of a lot of money. Um, their name has gone down meaning to become a word meaning a guy who cheats everyone out of their money like how people fall for ponzi schemes now it's not called the ponzi scheme after the guy who created it um but there are some people that either for specific events or specific things kind of slip through the cracks and history or the world kind of just let it just kind of lets it go um and they don't necessarily need to be like maybe it's not life in prison maybe it's not a firing squad but maybe just maybe life would be a little better if they were they worked as an example and someone took them out behind a shed with a switch and made an example of them. Some people, I think, really deserve a good ass kicking just to be held down and kicked in the ass over and over again until they realize that that was wrong. And I swear to God, if I have to do this again, <laughs> that conversation, I don't, I, I, I they're, there are plenty of them in history. I'm sure all our listeners have a, a whole list of their own. Feel free to share them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I came across uh, someone that kind of like got my hackles up and I was like, oh man, I really hope someone kicked this guy's ass. And they didn't. I mean, they, they, there was some like finger waving, but they didn't get, but no one just took him out back and slapped him around. I mean, and not one. I drama. mean, like, like, not one person wanted to slap them around just a little bit. I'm, no, I'm sure people, there are people that wanted to, but they didn't either because, you know, we're living in a civilized society. I can't just take them outside and beat them. There would be repercussions for me. That's what I'm talking about. Sometimes there shouldn't be repercussions for just a good assault. You know, a good asking is well, there's a difference. Assault is uh, someone is attacked. And there were, and there, and there was without reason, without uh, physical or extreme provocation. Someone calls you an asshole and you punched them, you fucked up, you punched them. That's very clear. It's very clear. They said something, they're allowed to say stuff. You could have called them an asshole. Could have ended right there. But there are people that did some shit, then just sort of shrugged their shoulders, shoulders and went home. That's not right. <laughs> Someone needs to kick the shit out of these guys. Um, so the, uh, the person I was reading about, a friend of mine was, uh, uh, told me about them. Like, that can't be true. That's insane. Like, no, this is a real person. This is what happened. Um, to the credit of, uh, of time, he is not referred to as Dr. Robert Liston. He is just Robert Liston. (laughs) That's that's going to become very important. Uh, Robert Liston was a surgeon but not a doctor. Now this in the time of prior to anesthetics, uh, speed was kind of like whether or not you lived in major surgery. If, because they had to go in and they might, might be able to knock you unconscious with a hammer or something. There's no anesthetics. There's no like, okay, you're not gonna feel this. Like here, bite on this wallet, 
your legs got to come off. So it became really important to do that shit quickly. You need to like lob it off, cut it open, seal it up. You had to get everything done very, very quickly. Um, the longer you were, you did it, you took to take it. There's a chance of sepsis, infection, um, something going wrong. Like, oh, you blood, you blood out. Tough noogies. And um, I think more to capitalize this and on than in anything else, Robert Liston became known as the fastest surgeon, and he specifically had a lot of pride in his ability in amputation. So at a time without General anesthesia, he became the fastest at just lobbing shit off of people. And uh, he had some interesting cases. Uh, mm -hmm. If you want to read up more, feel free. Wikipedia has some uh, some of the, uh, well, they have it listed as his four most famous cases. Coming at number four, drum roll please. A removal inside of 45 minutes. He removed a, uh, it was names inside of four minutes, not 45, four minutes. He removed a 45 pound scrotal tumor whose owner had been carrying it around in a wheelbarrow. Hmm. Yeah. That, four that, minutes. That, Lobbed it off. That, ooh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we get a little clap. Good job, Liston. That's that. That was probably a a pain, not in the ass, but very nearby. Third most famous case argument with his South surgeon was the red pulsating tumor in a small boy's neck, a straightforward absence abscess of the skin, or dangerous aneurysm of the carotid or uh, artery. So they didn't know yet. Could be just yeah, it's just a little thing. It's just it's an abscess, not important. We can drain it and it's done. Or might be a, a, uh, an aneurysm of the carotid or artery. Who? Liston exclaimed impatiently. Who ever heard of an aneurysm in one so young? Flashing a knife from his waistcoat pocket, he lanced it. Just stabbed the kid in the neck. Ah, wow. The note by the, uh, the, the other surgeons. Out leaped arterial blood and the boy fell. The patient died, but the artery lives. It is actually in a uh, University College Hospital Pathology Museum. Specimen number one, two, five, six. Wow, 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 wow. They're like, it, it might just be an abscess. It just might just be the skin is weird. Leave it alone. It, or it could be a dangerous area. If you cut it, you'll bleed out immediately. Eh, stab it. Just <laughs> like, just, you just stab it out. It's fine. It's yeah, okay. just jab it till it goes just, away. It's no, fine. It'll be all right. You just kill off the tumor that way. Stab it a little faster. That's all. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Oh. Kid died. Yeah. Flashing a knife from his waistcoat pocket. He wasn't in dressed for surgery. They weren't in the. It was just like, hey, kid, you got a weird thing in your neck. Come here. Stab in the throat. He died. Ah. Win some, you lose one. Second, second most famous case. <clears throat> He amputated a leg in two and a half minutes. Holy shit. Think about like, have you ever like taken a saw to just like a piece of like, just a little, like a thin branch. Like, <laughs> two and a half minutes, an entire leg. Oops. But in his enthusiasm, also the patient's testicles were just sawed off. Let me say well, that again you know, slowly. They, they just got in the way, <laughs> you know, like if you didn't want him to get he, cut he, off, you shouldn't have had him there. Yeah, he was just like, like they're like, he's like sawing through the leg and he sees the testicles. He's like, um, I could use my left hand to just like lift him, but that'd be gay, not touching the balls, just cut right through him. I guess. 
Yeah, that would like just that, take, apparently that, that would take too much time. Let's just <laughs> just cut through it. It's it's fucking with my time. Yeah, <laughs> I don't got the time. I've got to get under three minutes, man. Two and a half minutes. We got to do it. Yeah, like if I did this, <laughs> if I picked up that sack, it's going to take me a little longer. Just keep going, keep going. I was like, what nope. the fuck? Wow. Then there is his most famous case. And I call it the 300%. (laughs) In which he amputated a leg again in under two and a half minutes. Patient died afterwards in the ward from hospital gangrene. He also amputated, in addition to the fingers, he also amputated the fingers of his assistant. Presumably because they were holding the balls. I was going to say, because so it got in the way and he just fucking cut that shit off. Yep. Damn. The wow. assistant then died later in the ward with, gang- with gangrene. Jesus. He also slashed through the coattails of a distinguished surgical spectator who was so terrified that the knife had pierced his vitals, he fainted. And then died from shock. <laughs> One surgery with a 300% mortality rate. He killed like, he, the guy his leg chopped off, died of gangrene. The assistant who was presumably holding the balls away, trying to help this guy, got his fingers cut off. And because he's apparently just flashing wildly in through the theater, cut the coattails off somebody's jacket who then died of shock because they were certain, certain that that, that Robert, old Dick Chopping Robbie, had <laughs> definitely gotten them too. Oh my dick! I'm down. I'm out. I'm out. Dead. I'm dead. Gone. I'm done. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, this is definitely a man who needs to be taken out back and beaten behind a shed. Actually, no, he needs to be dragged to the street and beaten publicly as a fucking. <laughs> Everyone public watch service. what happens. Yes, as a public service announcement, this man needs to be beaten publicly. Absolutely. <laughs> this isn't a behind the shed shit. This is like, let's do this publicly type of thing. Wow. Everyone, um, everyone listen up. Don't do this. Yes, this is what you do not do ever. Understand? Oh my God, that's insane. <laughs> yep. Because um, we all know, measure, measure you measure twice and you cut once. Yeah. And I think it doesn't come more true here than anywhere else. All right. Well, I'm going to throw out one from my list and it's going to be a much lighter (laughs) list than yours. Now I do have some historical ones too, some more historical moments than anything else. Mm. But um, the one who I'm going to start off with uh, drives me absolutely insane. And that's like, because his mm-hmm. movies it's it's a filmmaker and his movies piss me off because people oh my god <laughs> it's so scary and then i watch it like this is stupid as shit you know this is like so dumb there's nothing scary about it it's just that bs psychological thing he's trying to do and he's failing at it and that is m night Shyamalan. i yeah. cannot stand <laughs> that man's movies hmm. uh, the only movie that I have respect for is The Sixth Sense. And the only reason I have that, the only reason that was good was because he did not write that himself. Someone else wrote that, and he, oh, okay. which that totally makes sense. And then he does 
uh like signs and the village i was like this is so stupid the village was beyond stupid it's like <laughs> oh my god i can't deal with life let's go live on this federal preserve and like anything that's red let's fucking hide it because we're a bunch of babies and i was like oh my god that oh there's these monsters in the woods that aren't monsters they're just the dumbass villagers keeping people in the village like there's no way in hell you're living on a federal preserve and the feds do not know you're there i mean that was just like that that's stupid right off the bat you know uh, I was like, for, for the village, by the way. I was like, <laughs> the, they they know where you're at. They want those taxes. They know where the fuck you are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, what what the hell? So it's it, that anything. And then when he did the movie The Happening, I don't know if you ever saw that. I did. Um, I have a uh, I have a stand up bit about The Happening. Yes, I, think, <laughs> I have I a think. solid. I have a solid five on just The Happening. You, you know who else has a stand-up bit on The Happening? M. Mm. Night Shyamalan. That whole thing was a joke. Like a defense? <laughs> like, oh, oh, the plants are defending themselves. They're like, what the fuck <laughs> are you doing? Like, the plants are sending out these vibes that, that kill us. I was like, uh... No. It was so stupid. Like, yeah. So the plants are sending out these pheromones or fucking mind control powers and fucking causing people to kill themselves or causing because of overpopulation i'm like m night shut the fuck up just shut the 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 dumbest the dumbest argument for why the climate change is bad the dumbest possible argument that always offends me is overpopulation because it is just thinly veiled as always racism like an entire kind like the entire if you take all the poor people of of like one of the most densely packed uh, place in the world like india and just took all the poor people and you showed showed all the damage they were doing to the climate and you take the one richest guy it would be a part of a percentage mm-hmm. if you it's not overpopulation it's just super rich people that are making a whole fucking problem and at killing one massively rich person would buy us 200 years of peace just saying right. i'm just I, i'm just saying that movie, population argument it's the dumbest that, thing that that, that, that <laughs> movie was so stupid that yes. movie was so stupid like so actually uh, not the heart of my five my five minutes though no really okay. i'm more offended I'm more offended than the dumbass reason of being the plants there's more, i i i'll tell, tell you sometime we'll, we'll do it it's a tight five. okay that sounds good. good it's a solid we'll, five minutes just in that one <laughs> we'll have to do that because like uh, I mean, that movie was so... And then Signs, I was like... Yeah. And what blows my mind are like people, oh my God, that was so scary. I was like, really? An alien that walks on the screen out of a bush was scary? Like, are you, you need to go change your tampon, man? You know, because that was fucking stupid. Like, oh, like you're, you're shitting It wasn't me. even like, it wasn't even that early in the whole found footage thing. No, it, it, no, was, it, it was like fucking damn near the end when this shit happens. Like, oh yeah. my God, footage of an alien. Or like, and it just walks from the bush. To, and it looks like fucking that old stupid Bigfoot footage. And people are like, <laughs> oh, signs are so scary. I'm like, no, you're just so stupid uh, because you found that. You want to see something scary? I have a million and one fucking b-rated fucking movies that were scarier than that shit you know um 
like that that was just trash absolute trash if you ask me and it made me mad and anytime that man makes a movie makes me mad and then the only thing carlo I, i'm, I'm going to calm myself down i feel the rage i feel the rage and you feel the rage and that should be a good segue to one of your next guys uh but feel the rage running through you but um the thing that pisses me off about this man is like the fact that they even considered reviving and rebooting the Crypt Keeper uh, or Tales from the Crypt using M. Night Shyamalan. As, I'm like, no, you know. M. Night Shyamalan, really? Yes, they were fucking going to use M. Night Shyamalan to reboot the Crypt. I'm like, I mean, no, if you want a shit franchise, yes. If you want it to fail, yes. But, you know, million other fucking better people to choose from and yeah. you want to go with M. Night Shyamalan uh, it, so scary. alien walks on the screen scary plants killing yeah. you scary uh, <laughs> fucking uh, people who can't handle society living on a federal preserve is so scary like shut up M. Night shut up they stop making movies I mean yeah. just... just to imagine them trying to put up the Crypt Keeper with M. Night Shyamalan against Jordan Peele and the Twilight Zone. Oh fucking this is the saddest one-sided fight. <laughs> no, it, it's like, oh it's like fucking ridiculous. And I, I love I, you want something he was scary. Dead the whole time. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, you want to know who's having a really shitty day? The guy who realized he's dead and he's still showing up for work. I mean, that's that's pretty fucking bad. Like, I'm dead. I guess I should go to work today. <laughs> like, what the hell's wrong with you? That's a nightmare. Now that was good. That's a that actually. I think might as far as I might have that episode actually. Yeah, I was like, but you know what? Um, Twilight Zone, just props to Twilight. The original Twilight Zone, no one can hold a candle to it. The closest man is Jordan Peele, but that's because he's mm-hmm. taking the originals and, and remaking them because nothing is scarier than the concept of the original Twilight Zone. Those stories were spectacular. M. Night Shyamalan needs to fucking go watch some Twilight Zone. That's what happens when you don't watch Twilight Zone. Like, you know what? I'm going to write this story out my ass. You know, that's, that's <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan. Like, oh, it's so scary to me fucking put on your pajamas go to bed m night because that's fucking bullshit yeah. i'm done i'm sorry <laughs> publicly beaten yeah. as to how not to make fucking films right there all right you yeah. know I, i'll take them behind the shed and just do this privately because yeah. i'm just yeah. i have that rage going like that <laughs> now I, I i personally i'm against beating an artist for being bad at art <laughs> But I'm fucking close. <laughs> but I'm close to the line. I'm very close to crossing that line with you. I'm not there. Yeah. I'm close. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I, I can I, see I, the line. I can see I where it is. Fucking jumped over the line. I'm well, on the other side. Like, we, this is going yep. to happen. You're like, you're just like, I have the sledgehammer in one hand and a bag of doorknobs in the other. Yeah. This is going to happen. <laughs> Like, this is just, no. I mean, it makes me so angry, just as you can tell, makes me so angry even fucking talking about his movies. Nope. Carlo, please go into your next one so my blood pressure, <laughs> my blood pressure can calm down. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there's um, kind of, kind of uh, to, to make, to kind of force a segue from that, the idea of like an artist for being bad at it, that's a shame. Uh, but then there are people that were, Artists, and then uh, an artist came up with the idea. I, I'm not saying Wild Bill Hickok. 
but he's the, he's going to be my transition. He pretended to be super cowboy guy, made up stories, and got a, a reputation. And he started this idea of like the, the the first the biggest lie is the fact that they were white cowboys. They weren't all the, all the, like the wandering like um, migrant workers. Guess what? They were brown. They were all Mexican and black. All of them. Mm -hmm. Right, the wandering uh, lone gunman come in and save him the town and then left. Usually he was run out because he banged a white woman and they said, get out of here before we kill you. Mm -hmm. That's the truth about the about the whole cowboy mythos. But someone who kind of rode those co the coattails of the white cowboy, the absolute myth of the white cow hero cowboy, was a guy named Clark Stanley out of Abilene, Texas. Ooh, now, doggy, Abilene. He is, he is the self-styled rattlesnake king. Uh, this guy uh, defensively grew a mustache because he has such a punchable face. They had, he grew a very thick uh, handlebar mustache and goat, pointed goatee, sort of like the ridiculous thing I have. But his is there clearly to make cushion for when um, fists come a-flying. He's just got a good punchable face. And now he, again, took a little piece of the truth and just and got poop on, got shit on it in, in order to make a buck. Uh, because there was the beginnings of way out, in, uh, way out west in California – there was essentially a type of oil that helped with arthritis and baritis, um, and it is uh, based on Chinese medicine, and not in a weird, like, mag magical Chinese secret kind of way, just in it makes a basic topical ointment that is good for creaking bones, the same way camphor or mentholiptus uh, is. Like it's it's good for aching bones. Yeah, that is true. It's like you rub it on, it's like Vicks type of thing. Like exactly, yes, you, yeah. yeah. It's a basic analgesic. Uh, I don't think I said that word right. Analgesic, one of those. You would know better. One of those words. <laughs> <laughs> and it, but it, and it, it does come from a type of water snake. Mm -hmm. So that's where that that nugget of truth comes from. He uh, now what Clark Stanley does. He heard about it from cowboys out in the west according to what he says and so he studied for more than two years with the whole the hopi medicine man out of Welpy, arizona and he learned the secrets of snake oil so he with the help of a boston druggist remember those old el, uh, old el paso salsa commercials where yeah, like, yeah, hey, where's that salsa where's that salsa come from made in new york city get a rope we're going to murder this man yeah. for giving me eastern salsa yeah same idea so he had a boston druggist made a hopi medicine man's walpy arizona uh brand snake oil uh and started doing western medicine shows in 1893 he and his rattlesnakes because he would just bring rattlesnakes with people um gained attention at the world world's columbian exposition in chicago illinois and he went on to establish production facilities in massachusetts and rhode island and it wasn't until 1916 when we the passage of the food drug uh, the, the pure food and drug act of 1906 mm -hmm. 10 years later caught up to him and for all the libertarians this is what happens when you put rules on food and drugs. Mm -hmm. This concoction was examined and found to be of zero value. It was found to contain mineral oil, a bit of fat, probably from beef, capsaicin from chili peppers, and turpentine. <laughs> Here, it cures right. everything. Rub it on your bits, drink it down, rub it in your eyeballs, put it in her, put it everywhere. It's snake oil. It's good for what, whatever. It's good for what ails you. Here you go. Mineral oil, oil. Beef just, fat. 
chili and turpentine. Just 10 cents a bottle, cure everything. You got aches, you got pains, you got blisters, you got hernia, you got like anal leakage. You rub some of this on you and it's gone. Yeah, I know. It's fixed. Yep. The and you know what? Snake oil. Think about, it. Think about how much money he, he made off this, that he was able to open multiple production facilities. Think how much money went into it. Mineral oil, fat, a beef fat, capsaicin, and turpentine. That's what goes into it. That's it, costs, it would cost him pennies. The that's most all, expensive honestly, part would be the bottle. Yeah, <laughs> but that's honestly all bullshit. Back then, you could find that at a general store. You could find yes. all that production at a general store type of thing. Uh, it, I Yeah, he probably did a lot of damage with that because turpentine, yep. let me tell you, not something you should be rubbing in your eyes or for your anal leakage or anything like that. That yep. is a horrible thing to even try to be drinking down. Oh, that is wow. Wow. He was fined. He was fined. No <laughs> jail fine. time served. <laughs> he was fined 20 American dollars. Now this is 1916. So with the you know, yeah, back then that was actually a so lot of money. This was actually so the appro- approximately would have made it would have been charged $470. Oh. Well, it wasn't that much. Four hundred and seventy dollars. That's how much he was charged for poisoning people with turpentine. Mm-hmm. Now, his name did not go down in history. No one remembers him. All he got was a fucking twenty dollar fine. And the, but the word snake oil now goes on to mean fucking obvious bupkis right. uh, and and sometimes horse tranquilizers that makes your peepee soft. Mm-hmm. Um, but that snake oil is just you know what you sell idiots. And it's unfair because mostly snake oil is for is sold to idiots mm-hmm. rather than unscrupulous, unscrupulous pieces of shit who are selling a fake product. That's not how we look at it. We just say, oh, those those idiots fell for it. Someone lied to them. The lies liars need to get their ass kicked. And yeah, this dude he, needs to get his ass, he really needed to get his ass kicked. He, he's probably responsible for the death of a lot of people that just never came to light. Oh, uh, yeah. I keep buying know, it. I keep drinking it. Why aren't I getting better? Sure. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, turpentine. Like, do, do you know how much brain damage that shit caused? Do you know how many people probably did undergo brain damage from drinking turpentine? You know, that's that's insane. Um, so I got to tell you, man, that's that's I've always heard snake oil, never knew the origins of snake oil. Thank you so much for I mean, I feel a little bit enlightened knowing now. <laughs> who the man who invented snake oil is yep. uh bravo on that one that is that Gee. is really good he's a good proper abilene texas style ass kicker there you go damn right he does uh the like the phenomenon like he doesn't even deserve like this is a phenomenon only in texas like no joke westerns make fun of it but only in texas does this happen and, and they call it a, te- a texas phenomenon the concept of sundown towns did you know that? Like in, in the in the old in the Western movies, you'd always hear, you get out here by sundown. You understand me? Uh, that oh. is only prevalent in Texas. Like we were the only ones who were courteous enough to say, hey, we're gonna kick your ass. But <laughs> you but got you got a, you got a little you, bit of time. <laughs> if you if you get out before sundown, we we won't. But if you're here after sundown. We're gonna kick your ass. <laughs> no, 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 look, look, we're not unreasonable. No, you know, like, well, no, we're gonna be unreasonable, yeah. but we're gonna be reasonable right now. 
Get, get a like, beer, get some nachos, have a snack. Fin- finish up your lunch. That, you know, finish, up, finish up your lunch. Go ahead and do your shopping. But, you know. Yeah, uh, spend a little money. After dark, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be you. <laughs> like, we were the only, uh, seriously, like, and it's only in Texas where you get that, almost that, that courtesy of a warning before something was going to happen to you unlike other places where you it just happened right but texas would uh it, it is the it's called a sundown town because you had till sundown and and that that was your you know when sundown is you know when the time's coming if you're free and clear out of here before then you're fine but anything after that you're probably not fine uh, but that was only a phenomena that would happen in in Texas because we're so we're such a friendly state, you know. <laughs> we're the friendship state. I feel like there's more know? to this, but we'll I'll probably look at it later probably. because I just. I mean, there's, like, that feels there, weird, there's, a, there's a lot of don't get me wrong. There's a lot of racism in that, but the thing is, we were the oh, only oh ones, okay yeah we were the only ones who who gave that extended courtesy. Uh, which was really weird like you're just but the concept of the sundown town and like the joke that you hear in westerns like you high up till sundown to be out of here partner that is prevalent only to texas uh we're we're just an odd state like that (laughs) i guess that that southern hospitality it's like it's 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 so it's it's nice. It's it's not even racism it's, there. It's not even southern hospital. It's like that Texas hospital. That's Texas. Yeah, Texas. Like, <laughs> yeah, yep. Go ahead, get that. You finish up your barbecue brisket, but you know, tick tick. Yep. <laughs> Times a ticking. Yeah. No, 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 don't, don't, no, don't, don't rush your Dr Pepper. No, no like you, you got to go. You enjoy that. <laughs> you enjoy that now, but you know. Uh, so moving on, let me let me get into my list. And speaking of the South, yeah. let's go ahead and uh, take this with another Southern man. But this is a Southern man who definitely needs to be dragged out and taught a lesson or two. And uh, this happened. Actually, the incident happened in 1864. And Carlo, I'm going to uh, share my screen with you. OK, because I enjoy sharing screen with you. And so. Uh, Boom. Yeah, there we go. So what we are talking about here, the incident that we're talking about is on November the 29th, 1864, the Sandy Creek Massacre. Now, for those of you who are U.S. historians, you know what this is. For those of you who aren't, basically what happens is a voluntary cavalry group went in and attacked a group of Cheyenne and Arapaho Indians or Native Americans at Sandy Creek. All right. So that's about 180 miles southeast of Denver. Uh, This group killed 200 mostly women and children. This was led by a guy named John uh, Shivington. He was a uh, Protestant minister and known as a pistol packing minister who led the assault. I'm quoting now uh, the pistol passing uh, packing minister who led the assault described it as glorious union victory against red rebels in quotes who had sided with the Confederacy, but rumor of atrocities soon surfaced and led congressional inquiries that cast the raid as shameful slaughter of uh, pacified Indians. Uh, 
he is on my list of public beatings because basically this man just ran out and did this for no damn reason. Uh, more likely for racial reasons. As my dog, as my new dog, Amara, is jumping into the conversation. She's angry too, if you hear those. Yeah, so fuck him up. She's like, oh my God, you sick me on him right now. Uh, <laughs> let me loose, dad. Um, so even, I mean, this guy just, said just up and said you know what we need he red rebels is what he calls them uh Mm -hmm. he goes over there and slaughters 200 of them and the sad thing is now they don't give exact specifics but the majority of that 200 so let's say 150 of them were children and women i mean that's just me estimating those i don't know but that would sound about right you know for that to happen but this guy is someone who needs to get out there i'm kind of surprised at this time congress even sided with what happened as being atrocious uh because at that time you know they would have been like oh well oh well um type of situation but they they actually sided against him and said no this was a total massacre you are a moron uh you know (laughs) you know you should never have done that so this is a guy historically who really really should have been uh taken outside probably beaten with a hammer or with so he basically got a a, okay but no more massive massacres you don't do that next time no no finger waggle finger waggle um it, it's insane um it really is insane so a little bit more on the article um that kind of goes into this uh it's of course it salt like i said slaughtered you know basically peaceful indians captain mm-hmm. uh salis soli silas sewell si- is that silas sewell wow how horrible that's that could be soleil I, I that's i know that's silas but i don't know the could be See, my dog is still very angry about me. Testified that the troops shot and scalped and mutilated non-combatants. Yeah. So the whole scalping thing was actually an adventure. The Native American, yeah, no, it absolutely was. Anyone who tells you otherwise is lying. But the Native Americans were very peaceful at this, and they went in there. This guy testifies against him and basically says, no, we went in there, scalped them, shot them, mutilated them. That was all us. You know, I was like, that's horrible. Absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, for years, Colorado uh, memorialized the massacre as the battle and honored the soldiers as heroes. Uh, tribal and white scholars, activists, and descendants finally overturned that narrative in the 1990s Jesus, um, 1990s yeah it took till 1990 um so that that was just that's horrible I finally got listed as a massacre thank god uh but this guy the guy who led this 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 supposed minister john no. uh shivington shivington is just a putz and needs to be made a public display yeah. um as you can tell, my dog is angry. I'm angry. You're furious. <laughs> but like there are a bunch of, you know, you have the Cheyenne and the Arapahoes who were slaughtered for no damn reason because this guy wanted to go out and make an example and an example of what he's calling it a glorious yeah. union victory against red rebels. 
I was like, that's crap. That's just, this is just a man. It doesn't even make sense. Like, it's like, they're, don't, that, they're not a part of that fight. They're not rebe- there's, not, there's no rebellion on their side. Yeah, I was like, what, what the hell is your problem? And he yeah. just goes in there and slaughters them. That's probably for glow for it was glory he wanted to go and say like i had a battle and i won yeah and and, and the truth is for a while that did happen you know they in historically they put it down as a battle and it wasn't a battle later on thank god uh they now refer to it as the sandy creek massacre or the sand creek massacre i didn't mean sandy the sand creek massacre of 1864 and uh rightfully so rightfully so so fucking hell. Yep. Yeah. Good proper ass game. Yeah. There you go. So let's I think war crime war crimes might might be okay to put someone down for war crimes, but yeah. We're not doing that. Definitely a good ass game. Definitely, definitely good yeah. ass whooping. Now um like, like we've said, a lot of them are people that everyone knows is an asshole or they got some they just didn't get enough confidence. I think people have known now that uh Edison was an asshole. People generally know that um, Thomas Edison famously would buy patents, would buy or seal patents off inventors, or he would hire them, and then whenever they came, had a breakthrough, he would say, "I made this," and he would just attach his name to it, so that he became more uh, famous. One of the things he did uh, in his thirst for just being known as a genius, uh, he was going up against uh, Nikola Tesla, who very quietly has be- slowly become recognized as a genius. Uh, they were arguing the, di- the differences and the value of alternating current and direct current, and which is safer. And depending on how you're using it, it's one or the other. It's not really that important. It's electricity. It can kill you. Everyone know- knows that now. Everyone knew it then. But Edison, who had a, such a weird yen for being an asshole, um, he made a deal with the uh, Luna Park Zoo on Coney Island there was a troublesome elephant. Now it had, I guess for the devil's advocate here, this uh, elephant had on multiple occasions hurt its handlers. Stomped a couple, like I think three of them to death. I will point out one of the, the the last one was it it stomped to death that it, uh, in the course of, it was like one a year. One of the handlers, uh, the reason they were stomped to death is because they kept trying to force feed her a lit cigarette. He just insisted that she eat a lit cigarette. So she stomped him to death, which that's what I would do. I don't think, I don't think, that's, I don't think that's out of line. Hmm. But the, but the, but the uh, zoo was like, well, we, we want to get rid of this elephant. Um, I don't know, hang it? Should we hang the elephant? Legitimately <laughs> what they were thinking of doing. Legitimately, this is what, this is what the park was going to do. Hang the elephant. And they're like, wait, no. The SPCA objected on humanitarian grounds because fucking obviously. But then someone suggested, hey, how about we have the pachyderm ride the lightning? Which is what they called um, the new, the, it was a big craze. Everyone was into it. Uh, since 1890, it had gotten real, real cool to electrocute people. <laughs> it become like the go-to way of uh, killing people in prison. I'm not going to do sentences that. They're, you're killing them. If you're going to kill someone, just say you're fucking killing them. Killing them as a punitive measure, a punitive measure for breaking crimes. Uh, they would do this to the elephant. So they said, "Let's electrocute it." And Edison got got the biggest boner of his life and was like, "Fuck yeah! I want to I want to electrocute an elephant named Topsy in front of a whole fucking crowd." So the day comes, he's gonna electrocute an elephant because he's an asshole. 
They uh, headed up an engine. They made uh, was uh, copper wire. They had electric copper electrodes attached to her feet. Copper wire run to the electric rig that he had set up. Now remember, he was trying to prove, and it doesn't matter which side he is on of alternating direct current because it's all in which you which how you're choosing to use it. Whatever unsafe way you approach electricity, it will kill you. So that doesn't fucking matter which side he was on because he specifically ma made the machine faulty so that it would do this. And just to make sure, just to make sure, because they're like, you know, this we've never electrocuted an elephant before because why the fuck would we have ever electrocuted an elephant before? Mm -hmm. Just to be safe, force feed her cyanide laced carrots. Oh my God. Yep. They laced carrots with cyanide, forced fed her. And while she's like, oh, I'm not feeling so good. This is bad. Those fuckers who tried to feed me cigarettes fed me poison. This is the worst. And then I was like, but my dad can't get worse than that. Before she was electrocuted with 6,600 volts of alternating current slammed through her body, causing the heart to stop. And for the massive creature that had only defended itself from assholes, died horribly in front of a live audience. That is wow. Wow. And then he went on to keep doing it. He would electrocute various animals uh, over and over again, just as like, see, electric electricity the other guy uses is bad. What happens if they use your kind of electricity? Shut up. I'm Thomas Edison. I'm a fucking genius. Because in case you're wondering if you hit anybody with that much voltage, even if it's a direct current or an alternating current, either way, their heart fucking explodes and they die. That's how fucking electricity works. Wow. Thomas Edison needs an ass kicking by an elephant. <laughs> he should have been crushed to death by an elephant. That should be how he went out. Or at least a good proper ass kicking. From an animal lover and i think there's a few that would have signed up for that i think you know um uh, i created no. the light bulb you created a reason to get your ass kicked <laughs> wow he weirdly he, dark right that is horrible that is he no i mean he really does need a fucking ass kicking oh. that is for sure this was in no way for science this was not an experiment this was purely for advertising this would be as though if they're like, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Electrocute a fucking elephant in front of an audience. Wow. We thought maybe like a push-up. Oh, shit. Thomas Edison. But still gets heralded in, in a classroom and stuff as this genius inventor. There's, nah, he was a fucking, he's an ad man. That's the main thing he did. <laughs> mm. The that elephant was just heartbreaking so fucking heartbreaking i was like peta needs to go over there and definitely join in on that ass whooping for that guy um well no they uh, peta actually kills a lot of animals every year they're just as bad <laughs> everyone needs an ass whooping that's what this yeah. is yeah they, they specifically uh, kill uh pets because they don't believe it's right to have pets so if you take an animal to a sheet uh, to a peta uh company this is just a public service announcement if you find an animal and it's hurt you take it to peta they'll put it down they will not make any attempt to find ownership. They will just kill the animal. They kill like thousands a year. You know, like surprisingly, cats and dogs, pets, a lot specifically of, pets. 
yeah a lot of actually surprisingly a lot of societies do that that's that's very barbaric you have to be very mm-hmm. specific and find the ones that say like no kill shelters mm-hmm. uh because if not it's a good damn chance that they're going to kill that poor animal um so jumping into my next you need to be taken outside and beaten uh yeah. going back into history once again 1930 I'm looking at anyone who was involved in what was known as the repatriation of Mexicans. Now, a lot of people are not familiar with this. Let me give you some watered down history. In 1930, the big thing that was happening is the Great Depression, right? So a lot of families hurting, a lot of families in trouble. Um, And the United States or certain members of the United States come up with this fucking idea that you know, what, what's the problem here? How, how do we save our people? You know what? Uh, there are a lot of, they, they start blaming uh, Mexicans or Mexicanos or Mexican-Americans at this time. So people who were legally born here, but of Mexican descent, uprooted us and repatriated us back into Mexico, even though they had nothing to do with Mexico. They may have been here for a few generations, pick them up, drop them back off into Mexico, saying that it was because they were on unemployment, they were uh, a strain on the system. So the only way that we can relieve this strain is to pick them up and drop them back into Mexico. People who had no involvement with direct involvement some people who didn't have any direct involvement with the culture who probably didn't even uh speak spanish at the time because they were so americanized got uprooted and taken into mexico and were forcefully uh deported now they say it was voluntarily deported but that's not true uh they estimate check this out uh it is hard to direct quote from uh time magazine um the number of uh, repatriated Mexicans is hard to know, but estimated range from, and that should be at least 350,000 to as high as 2 million. Jeez. 60% are believed to have been American citizens, full American citizenship, Mm -hmm. 60% of them. Most of them children born here. You're a fucking American citizen. Mm -hmm. That's the point of the country. Yep. I was just dropped off in a country they knew nothing about. Re- I, I, love the, I love that it is, uh, they were simultaneously blamed for taking jobs from U.S. citizens and for living off public welfare. This sounds very fucking familiar, doesn't it? Yeah, oh my God, this sounds like... They're taking our germs. Also, they use all the public welfare. Bitch, can't be both. Not yeah. a possible thing. <laughs> and so, you know, they end up... Uh, it's a horrible thing. A lot of people's lives are destroyed because of this. So anyone who is involved with it, and here we go, some people who are involved with it, that way you can totally tell them There's what list. they are. They're, they're total assholes. <laughs> when you're in the afterlife, you can find them. Yeah, and it's like, you know, it's the, the first person to blame is the Secretary of Labor here, which is a William Duak, uh, D-O-A-K, uh, who was the secretary of the state at the time and who also oversaw the border patrol uh, was just uh, a huge factor into this. You got a, another jerk congressman from Texas, Martin Dyes, who's also a 
an ass who fucking championed this you know these are these are people who should really be disgraced in history and if they have descendants uh they should really be uh disgraced for even you know being related to these fools uh but unless these, they're better unless they're better i mean if they're better if they're fine. doing better that's fine because that's good you're doing better excellent yeah. if you're at least a little bit like these assholes you need to be, you you need to be repatriated to wherever no. You know, you came from type of thing. But these two assholes, William Duack and uh, Martin Dyes, uh, total, total assholes, total fucking assholes who need to be humiliated, taken out back, publicly beaten for these kind of things. You know, like they, they uprooted millions, a possibly yeah. two million people. Of 60 percent of that were legally born here and u.s citizens and like no you're brown you gotta go claiming yep. we take jobs and we're we're trained on unemployment if anyone's working hard let me tell you it's 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 us you know it's not you know these people writing these horrible laws it's us you know, yeah. these guys weren't suffering during the depression. We were suffering. And then we're like, you know what? Let's let's get them out of here. You know, uh, that that's horrible. Um, it, it was just absolutely horrible. Um, and and I, I think that's just disgusting. And if anyone needs to be taken out in, in the public and beaten in the street with a sledgehammer and a bag of uh, doorknobs, it's these two guys. Uh, and it's just sad that that even happened. And everyone who's following their goddamn footsteps to, the, to this very day. And, you know, you know seriously, they, this is the same type of cry that you hear today. And if any of you support that, then maybe you should go take a hammer and beat yourself with it. <laughs> go take a, a, a page from Robert Liston's book and cut your balls off. Yes. Just cut well, them off. You know, yeah, like, see, see how quick you can amputate your arm or something. Um, <laughs> another person to blame, a guy named H.M. Blaine is recorded as saying the majority of the Mexicans in Los Angeles were either on relief or public charges. You're an asshole. H.M. Blaine, whoever you are, you insignificant. Or as they say in Budok Saints, you insignificant. So (laughs) (laughs) uh, just, yeah. Total assholes may, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bite my tongue, but yeah, that's, that's where I'm ending my list with these, with these three assholes who need to be publicly beaten for what they did to innocent people, 60% of 2 million innocent people who were, you know, forced because they, they put in quotes voluntarily bullshit. You were forced into another nation. Uh, yeah. because you were brown. Because they're forced from their home. Yeah, because you're brown. That that's yeah. that's horrific, and these people need to be you know brought up and and punished, you know for for what's what's happened. They should be disgraced. Their their name should yeah. be disgraced. And I Absolutely. hope that this platform serves as a public disgracing for these jerks. 
Yay. But that's my that's that's my list. Carlo, do you have another one? Um how do I leave the uh share screen? Oh, let me get get out of your share screen really quick. Yeah. Stop share. There you go. Ah, thank you. Um, I have one more. As we so often love to play the game of we'll be the assholes. Um Today, I, I, today uh, the last one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish one. This is a good reason why, and just to, to point out, I'm not above such things. This is a good reason I deserve an ass kicking. I did something incredibly stupid. <laughs> I was an asshole. And upon realizing it, I apologized. And it occurred to me, I could use an ass kicking. That was an ass kick offense. I, it's not a, I, I shouldn't be homeless. I should not be ostracized for all time. I do not necessarily need to like uh, be uh, put, put to death but if someone's like, if, if, if I had been told in that moment, like, all right, I'm going to kick you in the ass real hard now, I'd have been, yeah, you have a good point. You have a very good point. Um, I was at work. It was the end of the night. Uh, there was a, a table of people that had, had plenty to drink. They were not overserved by any stretch, but they were very relaxed. And it was one of theirs. They were celebrating something for a, a woman at the, at the table, smartly dressed. She'd had, she was like, she was riding home. Uh, it was her friend and her boyfriend. They are, they're all having fun and she's, she's tipsy, but she's in no way uh, unsafe to be driven home. Should not be driving, but she was there. I know she had an Uber, but whatever. She was gonna be fine. She was not overserved. She was fine, but they're talking uh, and we're fucking closed. And I'm a big believer of when uh, a restaurant's closing, leave. If it's closed, you're still there, you're an asshole. Just they're closed. I agree. I agree. No, no, no other job in the world is just like, you know, you can't go to like, uh, I mean, you're, you're a public notary. Mm-hmm. I can't show up at your house at, at 12 and at uh, 12 and nine and be like, ah, yeah, but I need you to do this. Mm-hmm. No, I get I it. Know, I know you're not doing that right now, mm-hmm. but me, do it. No, you fucking kick me out of your house. Any other job in the world, you're allowed to like, no, we're close, get the fuck out. Not restaurants. So it was getting to that point where like, all right, no one's an asshole yet. Not yet. No one's an asshole yet. But let's, let's put a net in that. I'm going to go over... Thank you for coming. I wish you the best. I'm glad you had a great time. Uh, what was your favorite drink? Oh, I love that one too. You guys should come back. Here are our weekly specials. Here, here's another great time to come back and see us. My name is Sat. Uh, if you're going to go on Yelp and say you had a great time, my name is Carlo. If you're going to go on Yelp and say you had a terrible time, my name is Michael. Mm-hmm. Have a good night. Here are the jokes, people. It's mm-hmm. the end of the night. Here are your last jokes. I'm going to walk you to the door. And I mentioned the fork in the hand story which is not a story I'm going to go into here, but it is one of my famous um, telling jokes for the table, one of my favorite stories and explains the scar I have in the back of my hand. Fork in the hand story. Tell the story. And the woman immediately goes like, you should have sued that restaurant you worked at. Like, well, it's not the restaurant's fault. I don't think I can like, I'm pretty like, I'm pretty sure I can't tell, like go to a judge and say like, I got hurt on the job. The restaurant is in no way at fault, but I want to get paid. So like, that feels like a frivolous lawsuit. She assures me it's not. Um, they, because they didn't do, they didn't do due diligence. They didn't call a hospital. They didn't do that. They were just sort of, they just slapped a bandaid on me and gave me a glove, told me to go back to work. It's like, well, yeah, but like, well, like where exactly is it? A, where's the line between a frivolous lawsuit? Cause my hand is okay. I'm fine. It's like, I have a, it's like you have a scar, but yeah, which means it's healed. It's fine. And I'm, and I'm feel like, and I feel like this woman who's, who has had one, maybe one drink more than she was would have planned to is a little like a little slushy, but she's not mm-hmm. incoherent. She's not falling over. She's just very relaxed enough to be like, just nah, fuck it. You should have sued him. You had gotten the, in the, you, you would have gotten at most in the range of this much money. And it, you know, probably wouldn't hurt him that much. That's why they have insurance. 
And I'm arguing the point of like, well, they weren't bad people. They didn't, they didn't think no one thought of that. And she's like, I guarantee you they did. Your management thought about it. I bet it was your manager that put got you the band-aid and was real nice about it, probably bought you dinner. I'm like, well, yeah, he did because he felt bad because he knows that that sucks. And I'm like, I'm like arguing for this restaurant I don't even work for. I haven't I worked for in years. And how it's not so bad. And she's like, no, trust me, you really could have, probably should have that sort of thing sets a precedent. And I'm just going, and I'm just arguing with her, like, you don't know, like, I because I felt like she doesn't know what she's talking about. She's not in the restaurant business. She's like in a smart suit. She's got money. She's probably never even been a waitress. Mm. How would she know? And then one of the guys is just like, was fistness on the side of his face, just like, well, and I didn't, I didn't ask, like, how would you know? I didn't get to, I didn't get that combative, but I was still go, I was still arguing, was like, from what I know about in the, the restaurant business. And she goes, oh, no, she is an employment lawyer. She has tried cases for thing, people getting hurt way less than I did, mm-hmm. who definitely sued, and they changed the way that restaurant worked. So, yeah, some restaurants failed, but some restaurants got, were a lot safer for the people that worked there because someone in a fairly minor situation like I was mm-hmm. said something. And she, I was like, "Oh, you're you're a lawyer." He's like, "Yeah, I specialize in employment law and in uh, in uh, what is what is the um, uh, health and health at work thing?" Oh, health called. and uh, safety and um, well, I, I don't I know, know what the, you're the talking about, but yeah, yeah but she's on. like, she's like, yeah, and she just kind of lists credentials and like she never said anything. She just like let me ar- like not argue, but like. I disagree. I feel like I know more about this based on nothing. Well, based on I'm, I'm, um, I work in the service industry, but she knows more than me. She works in the fucking suing restaurants for taking advantage of their employees industry, bigger industry. Like, or, you know, that's where the money is. That's the conversation. That's what we're discussing. Really. My like unfounded loyalty in a, in a business is not as uh, valuable information. in The conversation of, well, I got hurt at work. Well, that's her job. That is, we're in her realm of, of, uh, of expertise. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then I felt back as like, she didn't tell me. She just kind of like, I presume because she's fucking used to that conversation of like, oh, a guy thinks he knows better because he's a guy. Not exactly where I was coming from, but the, I'm sure that she said a lot. And the only reason, uh, the reason I dropped it was a guy stepped in and he wasn't like, hey, buddy. He was just like, oh, you don't know this she's a lawyer this is her specialty if you had met her at that job she would have gotten you a porsche that's you're just like by the way <laughs> slipping <laughs> this in you don't know what you're talking about she absolutely does and she's like oh yeah years of experience and she's done this, this and it's like i'm so sorry i had no idea you you know i i i, I i'm so sorry i i wish i had met i had met you when i worked there i i would have i would have absolutely taking your advice on this like oh yeah no you would have you would have won (laughs) yeah i was like you know you could actually like and she was like there's precedent you could still do because you didn't were not oh no they did not make you aware of your right to get a lawyer in that conversation you could go do i was like "Hmm." wow (laughs) but in that moment i had fallen to the classic uh thing of and unconsciously, I didn't, and at no point was I like a woman, she doesn't know what she's talking about. I was thinking, a rich person, you don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. Not, not much better, not much better at all. But in that moment, if she had been like, all right, I'm going to kick you in the ass real hard with my pointy stiletto, turn around. I'd been like, yeah, yes, ma'am, I'm sorry, ma'am. <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't say that. 
You know, I wouldn't say, I mean, in my opinion, I wouldn't say you're an asshole yeah. for that because, you know, you didn't know. I mean, but I, I get what you're saying, you know, the, yeah. like judging the situation. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think you, you would need to be publicly beaten for anything like that. Uh, a simple slapping. A good, a simple a, slapping. Yeah, a simple yeah. slapping, a backhand maybe. Yeah. Just so like, you fool, a pat. I mean, I'm just wow. like, ah, fair. There you like, go. What can I, I just ask to get my glasses off and then feel free to hit me. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was me. I'm the last asshole. <laughs> ah, well, I, I wouldn't say you were, but you know, who are we to argue yeah. with each other? Type of thing, right? We well, and well, and we should have. I feel like we should have more. Uh, there, the the list of people in time and history and in the grand scope of things of people who need an ass kicking. That's a very long list. Oh, I feel God, like this yeah. is something we can come back to. We're we're definitely doing a part two <laughs> to this. Definitely yeah. a part two. But if you feel like there's someone out there that needs to be on that list. You can definitely let us know. And Carlo, how can they let us know? On what platforms could they let us know? You can let us know via Instagram or Twitter. Both will be at the VCR show. Don't send us pictures of people who are ass kicking. We're right, not no. Yes, exactly. Just tell us about them. Yeah. <laughs> or you can also email us to the VCR show at gmail.com. That's right. And we'd be happy to read and, and look over any of your suggestions for assholes in history and until next time i'm vada i'm carlo and you've been listening to vcr bye-bye need some sweet treats for your next big event or maybe you just have a sweet tooth check out skippity cakes that's skippity cakes s-k-i-p-p-i-t-y-c-a-k-e-s dot com Check them out for all of your sweet treat needs, things such as cakes, cupcakes, and cake pops. Also, check them out for their varieties of face masks, t-shirts, and coffee mugs. You can also contact them at 281-221-9703. That's 281-221-9703. Again, that's Skippity Cakes. Say hi to our friend Rosie for us. Need a clean space? Call a clean space for you in multi-services and ask for our friend Rachel. They can be contacted at 832-297-1704 or you can email them at acleanspaceforyou at gmail.com. You've been listening to VCR, creative content by Richard Christopher Vada and Carlo Manuel Magana. The logo created by Richard Christopher Vara with assistance from Annie Ramirez. The theme song is The Messenger by Silent Partner and can be found on YouTube Music Library. You can follow us on our social media platforms such as Twitter and Instagram at The VCR Show. You can also email us your thoughts, comments, and concerns to The VCR Show at gmail.com.